Welcome to the podcast of Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Ishen, the General Overseer of Spirit Life Revival Ministries and the Executive Pastor at the Oracle's Place, the ministry's headquartered branch in Accra, Ghana. A message centered on faith, the prophetic, wisdom, the anointing, and the supernatural. Stay with us because there is a word arranged and aligned by God for you in today's podcast. Now, today's message. John chapter 16 to 19. John chapter 4 verse 16 to 19. Jesus saith unto her, Go, call thy husband, and come hither. And the woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy own, is not thy husband. In that sayest thou truly. Verse 19. The woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. I want to talk to you for the next 25 minutes on a subject I have titled The Mystery of Prophecy. In the first service, I dealt with the mystery of the prophetic. In the second service, I want to deal with the mystery of prophecy. God willing, from tomorrow to Friday, there will be intense download of the mind of God in this auditorium. And make sure you make a date with the Holy Ghost and with myself. Because God is a speaking God. And God always desires to speak to his children. As I am talking right now, God is speaking. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 3, the Bible said, God said, let there be light. Now if God said, let there be light, that it means that God has a mouth. And because he has a mouth, he desired to communicate and to speak to his children. Before God created man, God said, let us make man in our own image. Anything that God wants to do, anything that God wants to accomplish in your life, God will first declare it. In Amos 3 verse 7, the Bible said, God said, I will do nothing on earth unless I reveal my plans, my purpose, my intent to my servant, the prophet. You need to understand as a believer, there is something that God wants to speak about your life. But you are so limited in your understanding to grasp and understand that which God wants to do. So even as I am here and I'm talking to you, almost all the radio stations we have in town are here. Presently, they are talking. The reason why you are not hearing them is not because there is light of or they are out of 
of operation. The reason is because you have not tuned to their frequency. Until you tune to their frequency, you can assess that which is going on in that radio station. Now, the same way, until you tune to the frequency of God, you will not be able to assess that which God is saying. Anytime you talk about prophecy, people get offended because one way or the other, there was a prophetic word that was released into their family and that word brought a problem into the family. Now, that word happened because either the giver of the prophecy did not have wisdom to declare that which God has said. Now, look at me tonight. If a woman is pregnant and she is about to deliver, she's at the what about to deliver and the father dies it is not at that time you tell the woman you just lost your father so some of them speak because they don't have the wisdom to guard that which god has given to them and i've always said that anointing is not a substitute for wisdom you can be anointed and still be an anointed fool because when a goat is anointed he becomes anointed but he doesn't have wisdom he becomes an anointed goat in the same way if a man of god is anointed without wisdom he become an anointed fool now others have not been able to assess prophecy because they did not know the technicalities and the dynamics that has to do with a prophetic word that god released into their life the scripture that we read the bible talks about a time where jesus decided to have a bible study or a bible discussion or a conversation with a woman this was a woman who had a questionable past this was a woman who did not have a lot of people to relate with so at that time she came to the well in order to draw water but she came at a time when no one was at the, uh, at the well and at that time she encountered Jesus Jesus entered into a conversation with a woman and whilst they were talking it was like a bible study but they got to a realm where Jesus caught something from above and understand that whatever that comes from above above will always be above all when you receive a word from above it above the intellectualism of the earth when you receive a word from above it does not console your experience because your experience can never be compared to god's experience are you following me somebody so jesus now caught the mind of god and said to the woman woman go and bring your husband in other words i want us to shift this conversation from the realm of talking about human dynamics and talks about divine dynamics so woman right now go and call your husband the woman says sir i don't have a husband and jesus said for that you have spoken truly because as we were talking i bought into the mind of god and i saw that there has been the first man there has been the second man there has been the third the fourth and the fifth man and all of them have left you but even in your room right now there is a man in your life who looks like your husband he is the sixth man and the sixth man is not even for you so if you say you don't have a husband you have spoken truly the woman shouted and said sir these are revelations i have not spoken to you this is the first time we have met how are you able to tell me everything that i have done so sir i perceive 
that you are prophet. Prophet are men and women that God calls, God anoint, God separate, God release and set them in the office of a prophet. They are not boys. They are not men. They are special divine agent that God releases in a generation, in a season to bring glory into their life. An encounter with a prophet is an encounter to encounter divinity. The woman had no color. The woman had no glory. But because she encountered prophecy, she ran to her city. And understand that anytime a prophetic word comes, it moves you from where you are into where you are supposed to be. So she ran to the city and she spoke to the men of the city that come and listen to a man who told me everything that I have ever done. By this, men were able to listen to the woman. When you go through the pages of scriptures, you will see men that God gave them prophetic words. And out of these prophecies, their life got transformed. The Bible spoke about a time when a prophet appeared in, in Acts chapter 11, 27. The Bible talks about when prophet came to, from Jerusalem to Antioch. And one of them was Agabus. And Agabus was signaled by the Spirit. And Agabus prophesied that there was going to be famine. The Bible said, in the day of Caesar, that prophecy came to pass. I've heard a lot of people say that they receive a prophecy and they call it negative prophecy. When I handled my prophetic school of mentorship yesterday, one of the questions they asked me, why is it that people give negative prophecy? There is nothing like negative prophecy as long as God is concerned. Now, the prophet doesn't speak by his own. He speaks by that which God reveals. So, when God speaks, the prophet speaks. When God reveals, the prophet declares that which God has spoken. So, here, Agabus saw the famine was coming. So, Agabus spoke about the famine. And those who had wisdom to apply that which Agabus has said, even though the famine came, but they enjoyed. Are you following me? That's why Hezekiah was there. And Isaiah came to Hezekiah. And said to Hezekiah. Put your house in order. For you are about to die. If I hear. I will die in three days from now. I will be excited. If I hear. I will have an accident today. I will be very happy. But many people don't know. How to handle prophetic words. So prophetic word that must help them rather frustrate their lives. I shared it in a morning service. A church member called me and she said, Sir, myself and my business partner want to enter into this crude oil deal. And one will find from the spirit perspective if this thing is genuine. I said, give me some few minutes. They called back and I told them, the deal is not genuine. The deal is 419. They must not go on. So this church member decided to opt out of the deal. But the business partner went ahead with the deal. After some man, he was defrauded. And he said, can we come and see your prophet? I insulted him. Because I'm not a small boy. You don't joke with me when I speak. When you enter the office of a man, 
that which he will tell is that which you must comply. That's why you can use your phone anywhere. But if you go to the law court to make a call, whilst court is in session, they will charge you for contempt. It means you don't respect. So that man did not respect. I gave it to him. He said, when I gave the prophecy, what does your prophet know about crude oil? And my answer now is that I don't know anything about crude oil. What I know is olive oil, bodies oil, ajongo, and all those kinds of oil. That is what I know. Crude oil, I don't know. He lost. It was after there was lost. That he won't inquire from the prophet. But God had already revealed what will happen. Wisdom in his application would have helped. I said another testimony. I was in my house when the Lord showed me a couple how the woman will be giving birth nine months from that time. And the day she gave birth, the day she gives birth, she will lose the baby. And that same day, the husband will be involved in an accident. When I saw, because every prophetic word must be redemptive in nature. That's why I said, if I hear I will die, I will be happy. Because I now know what to do, not to die. You know, there are people, you say they were not sick. Oh, I just spoke to him this morning. He's dead and gone. It's because he did not know. If he had known, he would have done something. And I called the brother and I told him, this man, because of little money, little money, decided not to respect the prophet of God. And on Saturday, the wife delivered. Few hours after delivery, she lost the baby. The man was informed, your wife just delivered, but she has lost the baby. He was rushing to the hospital. He had an accident. And they said they will amputate the leg. And I'm so excited. I am so happy. Not because of the lack. Now, when God speaks, he will take it serious. My wife is one person who doesn't joke with my ministry. So even when I proposed to her, she's not going to pray. She knew that I've heard, already heard from God. So she said yes. Hallelujah. Because before I knew I would, I would ever fall in love with her, she was my spiritual daughter. You know, she was my secretary. And you know, I'm very anointed. The Bible says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So I can turn a spiritual daughter into a wife. Give me a clap off right now. I spoke to her and I told her how if she travel on the day she wanted to travel, the next day the father would die on her laps. And out of shock, she would die. But if she decide not to go, next Sunday the father will be alive. The second Sunday, 2 p.m., the father will die. So I said, Don't pray, because even if you pray, your father will die. The man was an old man. First Sunday, nothing happened. Second Sunday, 2 p.m. on the dot. The father died. So when later, after some years, I came and I stood in church and I called there. And I said, I love you. Do you love me? I want to marry you. Will you marry me? He said, yes, I'll marry you. Simple. 
Because I won't come and propose when, if I have not heard from God. Are you following me? The value of prophecy. Now, the first thing I want you to know, even as I bring my message to an end, number one, understand that the first mystery of prophecy is the mystery of the past, mystery of the present, and the mystery of the future. A prophetic word can communicate something about the past, can communicate about the present, and can communicate about the future. Now, when Jesus was speaking to this woman, Jesus was dealing with what have happened in the past. He dealt with what will happen in the present. So, prophecy can convey a revelation about the past, about the present, and about the future. So, within this week, God will speak about the past. Will speak about the present and will speak about the future. The second mystery I wanted to note is the mystery of the source. The authenticity of a prophetic word is not determined by the accuracy of the word. The authenticity of a prophetic word is not determined by the detailed information it gives. The authenticity of a prophetic word is determined by the source. So every true prophetic word has its source in God. Every other spirit can speak. But a true prophetic word has its source in God. In Acts chapter 16, Paul and Silas were taking a walk. They were preaching around and there was a young girl possessed with a spirit of divination. divination. And she said, these are men of God who speak to us the oracles of God. They teach us the truth. But Paul became annoyed and cast the spirit. Why? The source was not from God. Every true prophetic word has its source in God. Number three, the mystery of revelation. Every prophetic word comes as a revelation. And it's easy to despise a revelation because revelation, most of the time, is not telling you the reality of what you are experiencing. So when... Someone caught a revelation that Saul will become a king. When he prophesied the revelation, Saul now said, I am a nobody. How can this thing be? Because when he compared his reality to the revelation given, he saw they were not siblings. Are you following me? If someone who borrowed 20 Ghana cities comes to church today, and I pick the person... And I tell the person, thou said the Lord, tomorrow morning by 2 p.m., you will be worth $2 million rich. If you compare the revelation to his experience, he will insult me. Understand, not every revelation is understood. The Father God has given a revelation, doesn't mean you understand the revelation God has given you. So, Pharaoh had a dream. In the dream, he saw there were seven fat cows. And he saw there were seven lean cows. And he saw that the lean cows were swallowing the fat cow. He got up and he was disturbed. He did not understand. So it is possible to receive a prophetic word and still not understand the prophetic word. Are you following me? The revelation of revelation. A woman can be pregnant right now. And I can say to her, woman... Thou said the Lord, he has given you a boy. 
if she is not very careful and she doesn't seek for understand of the revelation, she might think that the prophet is talking about this pregnancy. So she goes to labor ward and she gives birth and the baby is a girl. And so the prophet said a girl, a boy. But the prophet did not say this pregnancy. So the third one is the mystery of interpretation and understanding. The mystery of clarity. Anytime you receive a word, seek to understand that which God is saying. Anytime you receive a word, seek to have the interpretation of the word. It is understanding that will help you to appropriate the blessing out of the revelation. So Pharaoh said, I need a man to bring me understanding of what I have seen. It was when they brought Joseph that Joseph brought the understanding. So it is not enough to receive a prophetic word. Do you understand what you are hearing? Is that number four or number one? Number four. Okay, number five is the mystery. The mystery of what? I thought I'm the mystery of revelation, understanding, the mystery of application. Yes, you receive the word. Yes, you have understanding, but you understand what you must do with the word. Prophecies don't just come to pass. Prophecy don't just get fulfilled. They get fulfilled when a man decides to do that which God wants him to do. A woman wants the seed of the womb. And a prophetic word comes right now. And the word says, In the next eight months, you shall be pregnant. If she knows how to apply the prophecy, she will not go and declare eight months fasting with the husband. Because declaring eight months fasting with your husband will not make you pregnant. Am I making sense? Am I making sense? I had a meeting last year. I call it ladies only Saturday prophetic service. And women came, they were believing over the seed of the womb. One of them for eight years, she has not been able to have a baby. And she had been having irregular menses. But when I received the word that she was going to be pregnant, the Lord said, now nah, this is the application. I should let them smell oil. So I said, come and smell oil. She smelled the oil. Now, naturally, what is the connection between smelling oil and pregnancy? But when we closed the meeting, she was descending the stairs at the National Theater. And she started throwing off. When she went to inquire, she was already pregnant. She called me and said, man of God, I have given birth. And I want you and my uncle, see if you can come. And they can say, I'm coming to see the prophetic baby. Another one from the same meeting said, for three months, she feels that she is pregnant. No, she knows, she feels. Because she knows that her body chemistry has changed. But when she came and I gave the word, I said she should smell. She went to do checkup after that. And she knew, she got to know, she was more than three months pregnant. She has also delivered. By the grace of God. What am I saying? If you receive a prophetic word, and you don't know that which you must do with a prophetic word, you frustrate the prophetic word. If the Lord says that, I'm going to open international doors for you in the next five months. 
The doors can be open. But if you don't know how to apply it, you'll be frustrated. God has said that you need to get your traveling document ready. You don't have a passport. You are waiting for that door to be open. So the mystery of application. When people don't know what they must do, they frustrate the word that God has given to them. God shows someone's future. And the Lord says that you are going to become a lawyer. And it's through law you will become great. He enters university and he decides to read uh, medicine. He can't become. He doesn't know how to apply the prophecy God has given him. Am I talking to someone? My time is up. Twelve, eh? It's up. Now, the next one I'll say is the mystery of timing. Every prophecy is coded in timing. So there is an appointed time for a prophecy. When you hear, thou sayest the Lord, very soon I'm going to make you great. Go and inquire about the word very soon. Because very soon, in God's timetable, it's not like your timetable. Because Jesus said, behold, I come quickly. It's over 2,000 years. It's not bad. He's going to come anyway. So that quickly he used, we are still waiting. So quickly, God said, I will bless you quickly. Ask God, what is the meaning of quickly? God said to Abraham, Abraham, I will give you a son through Sarah. Because Abraham did not know the timings of God. When you don't know God's timing, you abort God's genuine word. Abraham decided to make Hagar pregnant. Hagar was beautiful. My God, Jesus. So Abraham could not resist Hagar. When you don't watch your word, you produce that which generation after you are gone will frustrate your children. Many people move beyond the timing of God's word. The Lord said to me, don't travel outside Africa for 16 years. It is not easy. He has a reason. He said, don't be on television. People come, we want to take you on television. We are paying everything. But God said, listen, if a child, do you know that if you have a child who is six years old, no matter his intelligence, he cannot vote in Ghana. It's not because he's not a Ghanaian. There is a certain time he can exercise his right. But as he grows up, he will naturally walk into that realm. Now anything that does not wait for its time always produces an Ishmael. And when Ishmael is produced, a young girl came to me. Man of God, I'm dating a brother. I said, pray for me. I said, I don't waste prayer. What do you want me to pray about? Pray that I'll get married. Who are you going to get married? Is a person a Christian? So, not exactly. Um, but man of God, if it is possible. I said, who, 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 who is he? He said, he's a Muslim. I said, get out from my presence. You don't need revelation. You don't need prayer. Go and divorce that guy. If you are not married, divorce the guy. You don't need revelation. When you don't know the timing, I was in a service at um, Reverend Steve Mainsell's church. I had finished prophesying and I did not have time. So I said, someone doesn't understand the mind of God. See, if you don't know that someone had put $2 million into your account, you can be going around asking people, can you lend me $10,000? It's because you don't know. Are, are you getting me? Because he doesn't know. 
$2 million is worth more than $10,000. But lack of knowledge. So many people don't have revelation knowledge about the future. So it makes them look frustrated. But if you know that it's a matter of time, that which God has said about you, you know that suddenly, suddenly, it will come to pass. Then, the lady was in church, but she had had a broken heart. What was the broken heart? Her, her marriage was supposed to come on, I think that's Saturday. But the guy she's supposed to marry had left, traveled to America or UK. So I will not marry you again. A week to the wedding, they have shared cards, disgrace. When she looks in the time of man, she sees disgrace. But as she inquired to know the time of God, in the time of man, they see a nobody. But have you inquired about the time of God? She was crying. So a friend decided to invite her to the church. Because service was going on. And I said, there is someone here. You are supposed to marry this Saturday. But whoever is supposed to marry you has run away. Says you will not marry again. And you, you are crying. You are crying. But if I were you, I would be excited. And I ended. I don't know how someone gave my number to her. She called. Man of God. Do you remember? I said, yes, I remember. What is your problem? Someone, I am the one. I said, then let me continue. I said, you are called so, so and so. The person you are supposed to marry is called so, so and so. But now let me tell you, fact, you decided you are going to have five people to follow you. Five people to follow the, the guy. These are the names. I mean, she was shocked on the line. I said, listen. If you have married that guy in less than three months, he would have died. So will you want you, will you want the marriage to come on? She said no. And as I'm talking, the guy is dead. But because she did not understand the timing of God, what she see in the timing of men is disgrace. Brother, wait for God's time. Anytime men make you so frustrated, anytime you look around, there's no hope. Ask God, God, what is your timing? Abraham said, God, look at me. I am not grandfather. God, my sperm is no longer quality. Oh, God, look at Sarah. She is now old mama now. She had what they call menopause. But I've always said menopause means men, oh, pause. And when men pause, God still moves. Abraham said, God, I can't wait. I believe in you, but I can't wait. So Sarah, now she said, he said, yeah, darling. So have you considered Hagar? Look at her size. Size 6, size 8, size 10, plus size. Oh my God. Look, when we brought her, she, oh, she was that lady. Look at her. Look at her waistline. What Sarah was talking, Sarah was just trying to stir up the appetite, the desire of Abraham. An old man, Abraham, forgot about God's time and was seeing what Sarah was seeing. His appetite came alive. So, wow. Sarah, what you have been saying is true. But do you know that when Sarah said that, Abraham never said no. It surprised me. Do you know why he did not say no? It means Abraham has been watching Hagar for a long time. 
and there's something he wanted to do with. So immediately Sarah says, Ah, God. Abraham. He missed it. That's my name. He missed it. Brother, don't miss God's timing. Don't miss God. It is better to be late than to go ahead of God. I ministered one of my service 24th of February. And the, the daughter of a former president came to church of a certain country. Whilst I was me, God opened my eyes. So I went to the crowd and I picked the person. And I started prophesying. And I said, you, should be, you should be living like a royal now. But something happened in your country. And things just changed. But God said, he's turning things around for you. And I want details. I can't say the details here. By the next day, a miracle of over $200,000. A miracle. Why? She was ready to wait for God's time. So when God spoke that word, I said, go and raise $7,000. Bring it tomorrow. Will you do it? He said, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. I said, fine. When the miracle happened, the next day, not three days, she brought the seed she was supposed to give to church. And she brought me my own heavy seed. You know, I like seed, pal. And my seed was heavier than the one she gave to church. And I said, thank God. When it's God's timing, that which men thought was impossible, God will give you the ability to do it. I'm done. I'm done. Remember, I'm still God's servant. God's oracle. The prophet general. The romantic papa. My name is Bernard. El Bernard. Nelson Ishen. And my wife is still the ever sexy, ever romantic, ever spiritual ever intelligent. The mother of Minel, her royal empress, my own wife, Mrs. Mimi El Bernard, Nelson Ishen. And you, especially you, you are still my royal baby. We believe you have been blessed and inspired by today's word. For more of such messages, follow God's Oracle via podcast at Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Ishen and at Prophetic Faculty. You can also reach Prophet Bernard L. Bernard on plus 233-55-00-0096 or follow Prophet Bernard L. Bernard on social media via the following handles at Prophet Bernard L. Bernard on Instagram at Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Nation on Facebook and at Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson on YouTube. Thank you, and God bless you.